You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. All right. Welcome back to another episode of our Vendo Podcast. Super excited today. We got a great roundtable here. We got first off our superstar account strategist on the Walmart side, Mark Jordan. Mark, how you doing? Good. You're doing well. Yeah, excited to be here again today. Awesome. And then we're, we have a very special guest uh, from our Walmart partnership. Raghav Mather is here joining us from the Marketplace Development Team. Uh, I probably butchered your title there. So Raghav, please introduce yourself to our audience. Thanks, Darren. You were pretty close. Um, I'm Raghav Mather from the Walmart Business Development Team, uh, specifically focused on our US Marketplace. So my role involves helping sellers who are interested in Marketplace learn more about the platform, fill out their application, get set up on site, and get launched and, uh, and then get going. After they go live on site, I don't really handle much of the account management side. That's a separate team. Um, and of course, folks working with agencies like yourselves have uh, extra channels of support there. But I'm happy to talk all things you know, before getting live, learn about the platform, um, the application process, and really excited to be here. Thank, thank you. Yeah, no, we're, we're excited to dive in here. This is a channel that's exploding from an e-commerce standpoint, right? Walmart is now the number two marketplace just behind uh, another company we won't mention in Seattle. Right. So, uh, but, but I think a good starting point here for our audience and, and I'll defer to both you and Mark on this is let's talk a little bit about what is the Walmart marketplace? How can you sell on the Walmart marketplace? Right. Things like that. So Raghav, if you want to kick it off, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. So Walmart Marketplace is a third-party marketplace existing on walmart.com, as the name might suggest. Uh, very similar to the way the marketplace works on Amazon or on eBay, uh, where you're able to list items for sale on walmart.com through Seller Center, our third-party portal. The items will live and exist on walmart.com and be searchable by any customer shopping the site. And if you win the buy box and a customer buys the item on our site, the order will come through to you, you fulfill it to the customer, uh, and the customer is happy and receives the item. We're trying to make it as seamless a process as possible. I think historically marketplaces have had a bit of a challenge with customers being able to differentiate, you know, what am I buying from Walmart? What's a marketplace seller? What does that mean? Like how, how are these things different? And I think with Walmart, our goal is really to make the process as streamlined as possible so that for customers, they're shopping at Walmart, whether it's in-store.com, marketplace, it's all just Walmart to them. And we can rely on that household name and that brand trust that we have built up. So a lot of our sellers are really happy to be on the platform just because of the reputation that we have. I know with Amazon, sometimes there are concerns around some of the practices that they've uh, that they've done with Marketplace and how it interacts with the first party business. We're really trying to make people feel comfortable and confident um, shopping at a household name brand that people go to and have been going to for 50 years for everything from groceries to HDTVs to Xboxes. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, using the Walmart uh, grocery pickup or store delivery, like it's been fantastic, especially here in the California on the, on the West Coast. Uh, it's pretty seamless whether you order direct through Walmart or even if you use Instacart to get Walmart deliveries. Um, it's a fantastic process. I, I definitely encourage our audience to test it. Um, you'd be amazed at how convenient it is to not leave your house and get the groceries delivered. And by the way, when they substitute, what's interesting is they'll substitute sometimes like a larger item at the same price or, hey, we don't have the 16 ounce, so we'll give you the 24 ounce, right? So um, definitely a lot, a lot happening in terms of the online pickup space. Mark, did uh, you want to talk a little bit about like transitioning from Walmart Marketplace from other e-commerce platforms? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate of the Walmart Marketplace myself, as I used to work on the same team with Ragov when I used to work at the Walmart uh, at Walmart on the Marketplace team. Um, and so, you know, um, 
definitely, you know, my experience when I was there and now when we work with brands and we're trying to help them uh, either start their journey on a, on a marketplace for the first time or maybe transition to, from another channel, um, you know, there are definitely some seamless ways, whether they're integrating via Shopify and the partnership that Walmart has with them there or uh, Raghav, the recent announcement with big, uh, big commerce as well, correct? Yep. Um, maybe, maybe you could give us a little insight there on what that partnership looks like and some of the ways sellers are taking advantage on how they're transitioning over from some other channels as well. Yeah, I mean, Mark, you hit the nail on the head. I think our goal with partnerships with integration companies like Big Commerce, Said Commerce, Channel Advisor, Seller Active, Sellbrite, whatever it may be, our goal is to make the process as seamless as possible for our sellers. We know that historically, again, like I said, one of the big challenges that we've heard from sellers is Walmart Marketplace is great and all and the opportunity is great, but it's just so different. It's a different interface. It's a different way of working. It's a different um, you know, process and the APRs aren't as, um, as expansive as we'd like them to be. We've really been taking that feedback into account and we're going after some of the biggest partners that we see doing great in the space. Big Commerce is an example of a channel partner that has just got done a fantastic job creating a seamless seller experience and where sellers can manage their own website, manage other channels that they're working with like Walmart, Amazon, and other channels. Uh, so plugging in Walmart to that seemed like a no-brainer, basically. And our goal is to make it as simple as just clicking a button to import your catalog into Walmart.com. I'm sure you all must have seen if you have sellers that work with uh, Shopify, we designed that plugin to specifically be zero headache, where you have your catalog set up on Shopify, you have your inventory, everything is set up through Shopify. All you have to do is install the plugin, import the items to a one-time account setup, and from then on, you don't really have to think about Walmart at all. I mean, we'd love for you to think about us as much as possible and keep enhancing your partnership with us. But if you want to just get your items up and running, it's a very straightforward process. So Big Commerce is another example of a partner that we're really working with to build out a native solution um, and make sure that people feel confident and comfortable working with them to get onto Walmart. What, what, what would you say have been some of the uh, successes you've seen from sellers? Or let me phrase it a little bit differently. Like uh, I asked this in another interview was, what do you think some sellers are doing right, right? And what do you think some sellers are doing wrong? Um, so basically, what's it take to be successful? And how are people failing on the platform? Yeah, that's a great question, Darren. And I think if we're able to come up with a, a definitive answer for that, I think we'll be, you know, forget millionaires, we'll be billionaires. So best of luck to you in your journey to find that. Um, but I can tell you so far in my, my non, you know, uh, just in my in my experience, the way I think about it is for a seller to succeed on Walmart Marketplace or on any marketplace for that matter, they have to be doing one of two things. One, they have to be selling something that's not being sold currently or that, you know, is short on supply. They have to be providing some kind of net new assortment. So think about, you know, if a new type of camera comes out and is blowing up in the market and nobody else on Walmart selling it, coming in and selling that gives you a clear and easy advantage where you're filling a hole in the market and able to provide some assortment for that white space. Or uh, another example could be when the COVID pandemic first started, Walmart was out of stock or low in supply on a lot of household essentials. Think hand sanitizers, toilet paper, paper towels, canned foods, medication, all kinds of stuff. If you're able to come in and fill an assortment gap that is uh, happening due to some external factor, another great way to make sure that your items are gonna get visibility. So that's one way to succeed. I think the other way, if you're not bringing in something that's net new, is to bring in something that's already being sold, but provide a better customer experience doing so. So whether that means more competitive pricing, making sure that you can undercut the competition and win that buy box, uh, better content, maybe it's a type of product that we are selling, but all the descriptions and images are, you know, not that, um, comprehensive and sell customers aren't really able to understand what the product is or how to use it or how to interact with it. Uh, or maybe it's a faster shipping speed where we don't 
currently ship that item to customers in two days or less, or all the existing marketplace sellers are only offering a slower ground-based shipping method. If you come in and offer two-day or next-day shipping free of charge, it's a surefire way to make sure that um, customers are going to want to buy that product and, uh, and shop with you instead of other sellers. So I'd say generally sellers that succeed, uh, Darren and Mark, fall into one of those two buckets where either they're providing something that new or they're providing stuff that already exists, but in a much better way. Uh, on that topic of the two-day delivery or, or 24 hours, uh, Walmart has come out with, or is coming out with WFS, right? So do you want to talk a little bit about the, the offering? It's very similar to, you know, whether it's FBA or other programs on, on other channels. Yeah, absolutely. So WFS, Walmart Fulfillment Services, is very similar to Amazon's FBA, Fulfilled by Amazon model, or working with companies like Deliver that are kind of native 3PLs that integrate with uh, marketplace channels. The idea behind WFS is that instead of having to hold inventory yourself and ship it out to customers from your warehouse when orders come in, you can ship the inventory to Walmart warehouses. You'll still own the inventory. We'll just hang on to it for you. And when orders come in, uh, we can ship them out much quicker and at much better rates generally than most sellers can. Uh, so it's a great kind of best of both world solution where the seller is still able to control the pricing, what's being sold, the quantities that they're sending in. Um, and of course, you maintain ownership of the products if you ever need to pull them out. Uh, but at the same time, customers and the Walmart ecosystem is able to leverage the scale at which we operate to provide sellers and customers with the best in class shipping rates. Um, maybe second only to FBA, though I can't say for sure. Um, we're able to provide much better shipping rates, a much faster processing time, and less headache in general. Uh, I think that's gonna, you're gonna find that's a common theme when it comes to Walmart Marketplace, is we're really trying to take all the lessons that marketplaces in general have learned and that we've learned over the last several years of building our platform. And we're really listening to seller feedback, um, whether it's directly given to us, chatted about on forums like Marketplace Pulse or shared on Facebook or Twitter. We are listening and we are factoring that in when we figure out what you know, what programs to roll out and what uh, what initiatives to push. So WFS, I think, is a great example where we're taking all the best parts of other similar 3PL type solutions where the seller, or excuse me, the platform is holding the inventory, but then providing our own twist on it where it's super straightforward, leveraging Walmart's network and providing the right badging and communication to customers on site so that they understand what's happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, certainly that's, you know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, I know, I know um, the marketplace team has worked tirelessly to roll out new new strategies and new ways to really improve this business and uh, really compete with all of the other uh, marketplaces. Can you, kind of staying on this topic of be, being a good seller, can you talk a little bit about maybe ways that uh, Walmart incentivizes the sellers to come onto the platform? Um, possibly like, um, we know that the new pro seller badge has been really important to a lot of sellers who have been, you know, really great sellers and meeting the, meeting their, the demands of the customers. Can you talk a little bit about uh, what's going on behind the scenes with that, if, if, if possible, and um, how Walmart, you know, continues to want to incentivize sellers to join the platform and ways that they showcase that on site? Yeah, totally. So it's actually great timing that we're doing this interview now because I'm not sure when this is going to air, but if it airs before, I believe the end of March, um, we're doing an initiative right now called New Seller Savings, where any seller that applies before the end of March and goes live before May 1st, uh, if I'm getting those dates correct, um, will sell, be able to launch on site and sell commission free for 30 days. So this is a great example of an initiative that we're launching in addition to kind of following up on programs like Big Commerce, WFS, Shopify, and other awesome initiatives so that sellers can be incentivized to come on, join now, feel out the platform with zero risk to them um, and really learn the ropes before scaling things up. Now, obviously that's a time promotion. I think your question was more about generally what are we doing to, to incentivize sellers to come to the platform? Uh, I think 
there are a lot of really interesting things that Walmart offers in terms of special programs that a lot of other sites don't offer, or that if they do offer, we're, we're doing it better, just to put it bluntly and, and toot my own Walmart horn. Um, one example of this, which is kind of a unique program that not a lot of sellers know about just yet, we have a partnership with Goldman Sachs, with Marcus by Goldman Sachs, where sellers that are selling on the platform that meet certain eligibility criteria based on uh, revenue and um, amount of sales they're doing can be eligible for lines of credit through their Walmart Seller Center account and backed up by Goldman Sachs, obviously, which is a great way to bring more cash into your supply chain and into your business while being backed up by the fact that you are selling and doing well on walmart.com. So it can be significantly lower risk and a better um, offer in terms of interest rates and such going through Walmart and getting that loan or getting that line of credit rather than going through a traditional bank or credit card company. So really trying to think about, again, like I said, listening to the sellers, understanding what their needs are. We had heard from a lot of sellers that access to cash flow was a challenge. Um, and I'm sure you see this all the time working with a bunch of different vendors and sellers. Uh, when you're getting to the scale of working with a company like Walmart, sometimes cash flow can be a challenge. We wanna make sure that we're doing everything we can to mitigate that for sellers. Uh, another example, which I think you mentioned already is the pro seller badge, where if you start selling on site and you meet certain eligibility criteria based on if you're shipping things on time, if your item content is strong, if you're offering two day delivery um, and a couple other factors that I'm blanking on right now, but you can read more about it on our website. Um, you're eligible to get this badge that says pro seller on site, which shows to customers that this is a seller that has a history of doing well, of caring for its customers, of following up with customer service, offering the right returns, the right pricing, the right ship speed. Um, and again, really trying to give folks that comfort of knowing that even though I'm shopping from a third party and it's not you know the Walmart that I know and trust completely, Walmart is vouching for them by giving them that trust and saying that we've seen you do well. Here's some you know, uh, incentives to show customers that buying from you is a good idea. Um, in addition to that, we also have some other really cool technology solutions. And I'm, I'm looking over here because I got a few notes of, of just all the programs that we have because we have a lot. Um, one of the other cool programs that we have that a lot of folks don't know about is we offer a program called Smart Tags. Now, we know that two-day shipping is obviously you know, the, the word of the decade when it comes to e-commerce. Um, and I think the shipping speed expectations are just gonna keep getting faster and faster uh, when it comes to buying stuff online. What we've also realized, of course, is that at this point, two-day shipping can still be prohibitively expensive for a lot of sellers, especially ones that aren't enrolled in a program like WFS or FBA. So what we've done is we've built out an AI-based solution that identifies in what regions, based on where a seller is shipping items from, uh, it identifies what regions are going to get the items in two days or less, regardless of the ship speed that the seller sends them at. So what I mean by that is if you ship an, if I have a warehouse in New Jersey, for example, and I ship an item to somebody and I use FedEx and I pay for FedEx ground, I think the SLA and the expectation with FedEx ground is uh, two to five business days. That two days can be reached if I'm shipping that package from Jersey to somewhere in say Pennsylvania or New York state, or maybe Connecticut or Delaware. And what we basically do is we'll take We'll find out where a seller is shipping from. We'll find out where a customer is when they're browsing for products on site. And if a customer is within the radius that we can pretty reliably say that you're probably going to get this in two days, we'll put a two-day shipping badge up on that product for that specific customer at that time. And we've had great results with that so far. Um, I can't share specifics, but I can tell you that there's a huge conversion rate lift um, when folks offer two-day shipping in general. And so the fact that we're able to offer a two-day shipping badge for folks that don't have to pay for two-day, uh, I think is a great example of how we're leveraging our technology and our scale to um, to really help customers get a good deal and help sellers increase their conversion rate. 
So I, I could keep going on and on, but I want to pause there because I don't want to turn this into just the you know 45 minute Walmart webinar. I want to make sure we're, we're we're talking about it. But I'm actually curious to hear about um, if, if I can kind of flip it here and ask ask a question of you two, like what kind of stuff you've seen in terms of programs that Walmart's offering that your sellers and your partners are really taking advantage of. Yeah, I, um, uh, Mark, I'll, I'll jump in real quick. I think from that perspective, uh, the partnership that we've established with one of the third-party marketing agencies like uh, PacView, uh, we've seen a lot of our clients engage in to really leverage sponsored ads on the platform. So whether it's a marketplace seller or a seller, uh, I think that's proved very valuable, especially as Walmart's continued to add different sponsored placements and continues to build that program. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'd say that's one tool. We've seen a lot of sellers taking advantage of Mark. I, I don't know if you want to chime in with any others. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I think um, you know that's also what I would say is um, that partnership has been huge in, in a lot of our success. As I think that um, you know, just from experience, kind of being on both sides, working at Walmart now, working with suppliers, um, you know, the Walmart self service systems for advertising can be a bit uh, like bare bones, but also kind of overwhelming at the same time if you're new to it. And so partnering with you know a trusted partner like Packview to actually be able to work on behalf of those campaigns and really dive into the details and the data, I think it's awesome. Um, you know, and how, and how you can really drive your business. Um, I know you talked a bit, a bit about the smart tags in two day, you know, we've implemented that on some of our accounts as well. And I think that's really, um, you know, gotten, we've gotten pro seller badges as well and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of programs. I really appreciate that Walmart, um, sends out regular communication, uh, whether that's through, uh, like new strategies or new implementations of the products that are coming out for sellers as well as a lot of the webinars that come out. I know you guys host a lot of, I don't, it might even be monthly at this point where you guys are hosting webinars where you're actually having uh, people join and, and you're able to answer the real-time questions in the chat. Um, I join them frequently just to kind of stay up to date and ask questions. I think it's really nice um, that Walmart, uh, that you guys put faces to the platform. You know, you, you guys have like a white glove service where uh, we as sellers, like we know who we're talking to at Walmart Marketplace. I think that's, you know, we appreciate that you guys are, uh, showing yourself and the team and really talking about what's, what's different about the platform versus other competitors. So, um, that's, that's kind of what I would say about that. Yeah. Awesome. Glad to hear that you're feeling that. I think that's one thing that I hear from a lot of sellers too, is that they like that they can talk to somebody like me or members on my team, uh, to ask, to answer, you know, one-off questions. Um, I, I know it's definitely a challenge as you scale up to keep that level of human connection. And we're very well aware of that, but I think as long as we can pretty much, um, we're going to keep that human element in there because when you're setting up a, a new sales channel, whether you're a small mom and pop store around the corner that's selling, you know, cooking supplies, or you're a multinational publicly traded company, you, you don't want to, how do I phrase this? You never like to feel stupid. Nobody likes to feel stupid. And a lot of times when you're presented with a huge knowledge base with a ton of articles, if you don't really know what to ask, it's hard to get to the right answers. So having somebody like me that you can bounce ideas off of, that you can chat about your business with, and that can really spend the time to understand what does your business look like? How are you managing inventory? What tools or processes or ERP systems are you using? And how can we plug into that in the most seamless way possible? I think people have found that to be super valuable. Um, so I'm glad to hear that, you know, directly from, from some of the folks we work with that interact with Walmart, that you're feeling that sentiment uh, as well, because that's something that we definitely pride ourselves on a lot. Yeah, there's the webinar, I think, happening next week from Walmart Marketplace team uh, that's all over the social media there, which is fantastic. And then I'm seeing a little bit more on Clubhouse some chats about walmart.com and selling on walmart.com. We've been on a couple of those and we're definitely pushing that initiative and topic. Uh, and as we do that, some of Walmart's 
best practices, Walmart Marketplace best practices. Uh, one of my favorite quotes from you that you, Mark, and I had a conversation about a few weeks ago. Mark knows I still quote this when people are asking me about channel control and third-party sellers and rogue distribution of your products on the marketplace. Uh, I quote Raghav as saying, "Why should we be responsible to clean up your mess?" Which I love and I think is <laughs> just fantastic. So, uh, <laughs> on Amazon or Walmart, but I would love for you to speak to our audience a little bit about best practices, right? And, and marketplace in a, a TOS compliant type of way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that quote stuck with you. I just, for the record, I'll say that's me personally talking. Uh, that's not the stance of Walmart officially, <laughs> just so everyone knows. Um, but I think if you were to get an official statement, I don't think it would be too far off of that. Um, I think I think you're absolutely right. And, and the context for that quote for people that, that, um, uh, that aren't following was, we have a lot of sellers that come to us asking, how do I take control of you know my brand's presence on the on the platform? How do I stop unauthorized sellers from selling our products? How do I, you know, if if I own uh, a guitar company, how do I prevent random you know Joe'sGuitars.com? Um, I don't I'm just making that up again. How do I prevent Joe's guitars from winning the buy box on all my products and selling items to customers when I'm not seeing a cent to that? Or if I am, it's so far up the chain that I don't know where it's coming from. Uh, my answer to to those folks is always, you know, to put it a little more politely than I did in that previous call, um, the best way to to beat your competition and to beat your your unauthorized sellers is to outcompete them. I mean, if you are the brand owner, if you're the manufacturer, hypothetically, there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to price your items lower and ship faster and be better with customer service and offering returns and and a great experience. Um, there's no reason you should be worse at that than some, you know, theoretically random mom and pop seller around the corner. Uh, so I always tell brands like the best solution to keeping control and keeping, uh, like you said, you know, making sure that you're in compliance and making sure that customers are getting the best deal is to sell officially and make sure that you um, uh, you're, you're offering customers a deal so good that they have no reason to buy it from anybody else. Um, I think in general, to, to answer your question about TOS and compliance and best practices from that perspective, I can't speak too specifically to what our trust and safety team looks for or what are some red flags or things to avoid, um, but I can. To sum it up, I can tell you this, that if you are a legitimate company, if you're a legitimate seller trying to sell legitimate goods to actual customers, there's no reason that we should be declining you or turning you away from our, our platform. I think a lot of folks that think too hard about gaming the system, talking about, you know, how do I apply? Who should apply? Where should we apply from? I don't know. You, you've heard about all these kinds of these yeah. techniques that people discuss on the forums, and I'm sure that you've been approached with many times. Um, the answer I always give to those folks when they ask me about it is, if you have to think too hard about what's the way that I'm most likely going to get approved, you're probably not doing, you're probably doing something that's against our policy and that shouldn't be happening anyway. So to, to anyone listening who's interested in selling on the platform, all I have to say is if you're a real seller and you want to sell for real, don't worry about the trust and safety vetting process. Um, everybody goes through it and we have one of the lowest fraud rates of the major marketplaces for a reason, because we're very, very good at making sure that we're only letting legit sellers onto the platform. So that's kind of my general general advice on that front. I don't want to go into too many specifics, but uh, just you know, be legit and, and don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know Mark's gonna ask uh, another question here, but real quick on that same point, there are tons of YouTube drop shipping on Walmart videos and get rich quick. And you know, for our audience, I think to Raga's point, like there's no shortcut to being successful on the platform. And anybody saying, hey, we can create a turnkey Walmart business for you and source this and do that like those are the people that get kicked off and banned on the platform quite frankly so uh being compliant yeah. with best practices that's how you're going to succeed 
Yeah, 100%. And, and to anybody, I know I've seen a lot of those ads too. Uh, I think because I'm on Walmart so often, people think that I'm a, you know, a potential customer to these dropshipping gurus or whatever. So I, I keep up to date with what they're saying. And all I can say to anybody listening who's, who's considering working with them is if you're able to see their marketing and them talking about their techniques and how it's working, so are we. And we're going to be able to realize if you're doing something that's against policy. So yeah. there's no arbitrage. There's no way to get rich quick. Um, if you want to build a business selling on Walmart, one, dropshipping is against policy. So don't do that to Walmart customers. And two, take the time. Go to marketplace.walmart.com. Read through our, our um, uh, quick start guides and our, our um, what's it called? Our quick start guides and our seller success uh, you know, tutorials and our sell better blog. We have a lot of great resources out there for starting a business and, and getting set up on walmart.com. So you can do it without falling victim to the, the, the snake oil rings uh, that go around on YouTube and LinkedIn. I'll put it that way. I don't want to get too specific or, or yeah, angry towards them. Just before we move on to the next topic, I will put in the show notes uh, I don't think a lot of people realize you actually do have a brand portal where you can register your brand to take control and, and to really at least claim ownership of your brand. So I'll put the link, but I don't know if you want to share real quick, Robin, about the brand portal. and Instead of their Amazon brand registry, Walmart actually has a brand portal too. And if you want to talk about the features and benefits of that while we're on the topic. Yeah, totally. So Brand Portal is a new initiative um, that we've just launched a couple months ago, I think, where brands and you know verified copyright owners and trademark owners can register, as you said, uh, within the Brand Portal. The primary use is to take down, or excuse me, to submit um, DMCA takedown requests for if you believe that a seller on site is using your intellectual property in a way that it wasn't intended to. Um, we do offer some support when it comes to content. So if you're having issues updating your content or you wanna make sure that your content, which is the official verified content is the one that shows on site, um, we can help you get access to, uh, to, to override existing content or get yourself ranked higher. However, we don't offer the ability to just kind of blanketly, you know, remove sellers from site um, just because they're selling something and you don't want them to be. Uh, that's anti-competitive, that's in violation of a lot of antitrust laws. So we're never gonna do something like that. Um, or I guess I shouldn't say never, but we probably won't do anything like that. Um, at least not in the kind of blanket way that I've, uh, that I've stated. So yeah, we're not, we're not going to be taken down on authorized sellers on your behalf. We will be providing you with the best possible tools and uh, resources to outcompete those sellers though. Awesome. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks for that Raghav. And, uh, just on the note of like, you know, different resources and things as well. One of the, one of my favorite uh, resources that the marketplace team created was the roadmap to success resource. Yeah. Um, that yep. is like my, that is my favorite resource. It is so beautifully laid out steps, like, you know, one through whatever. And it tells you basically how to become a pro seller. Like if you just follow these steps and I know it's easier yeah. said than done, but maybe we'll, maybe we'll plug that in, in our, in our uh, video as yeah. well. And, but I think that's a great resource that the, um, the, the kudos to the marketplace team for putting together. Um, it's instrumental in really helping sellers get along. Um, but as we Thanks, kind of wind up this that. conversation, yeah. big, big shout outs to our, our marketplace and creative team. Sorry, while we're on the topic, just shout out to our marketplace, excuse me, our marketplace yeah. marketing and creative team, because they do a great job making everything just look pretty to put it simply. <laughs> I think if you look at the marketplace website right now, marketplace.walmart.com and compare it to a, you know, a, a Wayback Machine snapshot from four years ago, you'll be like, wow, this is the same company. This is Walmart. Um, so they've definitely been pushing a lot to make it as compelling as possible. Yeah, it looks better than regularwalmart.com. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if I go that far. We, we can save that for, for off the podcast, but I'm glad you think so. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But, but uh, just all jokes aside, yeah, they did a great job with that. So, you know, definitely urge people to check that one out. Um, but I was going to say, as we kind of like wind down this conversation, Raghav, uh, we would really love to know 
you know, what, what does the future of the Walmart marketplace look like um, as they continue to roll out different services and implement different things uh, to really, really onboard new sellers and big brands and uh, incentivize these, these sellers to come on. Can you speak a little bit about maybe if, if you're allowed to share any details of what the future looks like um, as we, as we continue to, to grow this channel? Yeah, totally. So I think I'd be happy to share kind of just as somebody who's been in the e-commerce space and in this marketplace world for quite some time, I'd love to share kind of my thoughts, just to, you know, disclaimer, just for, for posterity. This is not, you know, the official view of Walmart. This is not like a, a forecast by any means. This is just some guy that does marketplace BD talking about what he thinks. Um, I think for me, the, the biggest thing that I'm seeing when it comes to where our marketplace is heading and what our sellers are telling us about how they view the marketplace is a lot of folks are starting to think about Walmart marketplace and marketplaces in general for that matter as being the first step. I think a lot of times historically marketplace has been seen as something to do after the fact or kind of a side channel you can set up where selling wholesale or selling um, as a vendor was kind of the main goal. Um, and I think a lot of people were setting up marketplace accounts to supplement their, their first party accounts with us, which is fine. And that's a great strategy. And a lot of people are doing that. But I think what's really exciting to me is the number of sellers and even big brands that I'm seeing come to our site who are saying, I want to just exist on marketplace. I want to make this the primary way I sell to Walmart customers. And I want to make sure that I'm offering a fantastic experience to customers selling directly um, as myself. One great example that I that I can talk about is our partnership with Fanatics that launched a couple of years ago, which it's funny, I was on a different team back then, but still supporting the marketplace because I helped launch that partnership when it first came out. Fanatics, as some of you may know, is the biggest and pretty much only authorized seller of all authentic sports products in the US um, and in some areas internationally. So anytime you buy an NFL jersey, an NHL jersey, NBA jersey, anytime you're shopping at a team shop or nflshop.com, that's all powered by Fanatics. Fanatics is a great example of a company that has made Marketplace a major sales channel for them instead of you know, prioritizing the first party business where you can go to walmart.com right now and you can buy the official Nike jerseys, the official you know, Super Bowl championship locker room hat uh, within hours after the game ends. Uh, whereas typically if you were buying stuff in stores, it might take some time for, you know, we're going to buy the products, make sure it's the right price, make sure it's the right team. It'll take a while to roll out to customers. You can't replicate we couldn't historically replicate the experience of shopping on nflshop.com on walmart.com but now with marketplace where fanatics can take control of the price the content the imagery and how things are pushed out uh they and the brands and the teams feel a lot more comfortable making sure that customers are getting a great experience so i think that's just one example of a great seller um, that's seen success on our site and that the press has been talking about that is building a strategy specifically for marketplace rather than thinking of marketplace as an afterthought um and anecdotally i see a lot of sellers who uh, a, a lot of times people will sell on marketplace in an attempt to get noticed by some of the buyers or, you know, kind of make a name for themselves on Walmart with the eventual end goal being to get picked up and brought in stores or brought to dot-com wholesale. Um, I'm seeing a lot of sellers recently that come on thinking that, thinking, oh yeah, let me test out with marketplace and then eventually, you know, finish a conversation with a buyer. Um, I'm seeing a lot of sellers that start that way end up saying to me, you know what, actually, like, I don't think I'm going to do first party. I think I'd rather keep control of everything and, you know, ship two days to customers, maintain control of my pricing and my content. Um, and it's really exciting to me as somebody who works on Marketplace to, to realize that people are seeing us as a main sales channel that they can build a business around. So I think, again, that was kind of a long-winded way of saying, I think people are building out Marketplace as a first and primary sales channel. And that to me is the most exciting thing about uh, being in this space right now. Yeah, I, I think marketplace definitely gives you more control to some degree, right? When you talk about pricing, content, things like that. Uh, so definitely agree. I'm going to do things a little backwards here because we should have done this at the beginning of the episode. 
And I want our audience, Ravi, why don't you tell us about you, just a little bit about your background, right? Like, just personally. And again, disclaimer, this is not Walmart talking, this is Raghav talking. <laughs> uh, but, you know, tell our audience a little bit about Raghav. Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to, to share a bit about myself. And you're right, we maybe should have done this at the beginning, but hey, I love talking about myself and I love talking, so happy to throw it in whenever. No uh, my, name no is, <laughs> my name is Raghav Mathur. Um, I've been at Walmart just about three years. I started off as a buyer, a category specialist technically on the sports license business, like I said, where I supported the Fanatics partnership, came over to the marketplace team um, just over a year ago at this point. Uh, I went to school at UC Berkeley. I actually studied the humanities. So I was a South Asian studies major. Um, I studied journalism, um, a bit of entrepreneurship and startup law mixed in there, but very much somebody who likes thinking about people and societies and how they interact and come together. Um, there's a lot of, this podcast probably isn't the place for it, but there are a lot of really interesting similarities to looking at you know a 3000 year historical review of South Asia and how society developed and how the e-commerce space developed and how retail and you know business in the modern era continues to develop. So if you ever want to go down a rabbit hole, um, let's let's go grab a grab a beer or grab a soda somewhere and ask me about you know what the Indus Valley civilization has to do with Walmart marketplace. I'll I'll talk your ear off for a couple hours. <laughs> um, I also have a bit of a, a, a bit of an entrepreneurial background where I, I founded a company called Blackshell Media back in 2013, um, where we were doing video game publishing and marketing. Uh, I sold the company last month to a larger publisher called Plugin Digital. So kind of closing the, the, the entrepreneurial chapter of my, of my life for now. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but excited to be kind of focusing in and have more time to focus on my time at Walmart. Yeah. Well, by the way, we don't like to waste good content here. So that's not a beer conversation. That's another podcast conversation. It sounds like. <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy to, to come back on for that. Let's do it. I think this time the, the approvals I might need won't be Walmart PR, but rather my old professors at Berkeley. I'm going to be sending them an email saying, what, what facts should I share? What should I, I talk about? <laughs> a, a full party, a full round table here. We're going to get to include whoever. <laughs> there but, we go. But in keeping in the spirit of going backwards here, the most important part to end this conversation is where do people start if they want to uh, start on the marketplace? Yeah, I think the, the Marketplace website is a great starting point. Um, I'm sure we can put it in the, the show notes, but yep. marketplace.walmart.com. Um, go there, you'll have some all the information you, you could possibly need about the new seller savings campaign, about selling on Walmart, about the legal policies and guidelines, um, some of the initial, excuse me, additional incentives and programs like Marcus by Goldman Sachs, WFS, Two Day, Pro Seller Badge. We have tons of articles on there that you can read through before you even apply uh, to make sure that it's a good fit and make sure that you're ready to get started. Or if you are able to get in touch with me or the folks at Vendo, um, I'm sure we could uh, facilitate introductions and, and help folks get set up if you're having certain challenges. But I would say applying on the website um, is a great way to get started, especially since if you apply, like I said, before March 31st, you can get um, uh, take advantage of the new seller savings and sell for 30 days commission free. Yeah, on, on that point, Raghav has been instrumental in helping a lot of our clients get set up on the marketplace. So to his point, whether you reach out to us or I don't know, Raghav, if you want to share your email address or if you'd like us to put it in the show notes, uh, people can always reach out to you, I would assume, to help uh, get set up on the marketplace too. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, don't want to share my email address, but if you send your application in through the website, uh, my BD team is reviewing uh, all those applications that come in and we're taking a look at the sellers. So if we see that you're stuck or having some challenges, um, you'll probably hear from one of us or from our counterparts on uh, technical onboarding or trust and safety. Well, this would be my uh, shameless plug of Vendo to say, if you come to us, we'll help you get to Rodham and get to the business development team. Obviously, uh, if it's a worthwhile opportunity for Walmart.com marketplace. 
Drago, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you, sir. We appreciate your time joining us. Uh, we hope this is the first of many, including the Southeast Asia e-commerce evolution discussion. <laughs> for the next time. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you both for having me. And big thanks to Vendo for, for all you do and for, for hosting this space. Um, yeah, head to marketplace.walmart.com if you want to learn more. Mark, any closing comments? All good. Yeah. Uh, get on the Walmart marketplace uh, today. You know, you're missing out if you're not on it. So uh, yeah, with that, I think we can close out. Thanks again, Raga, for being here. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Uh, another Vendo podcast. And as always, remember, protect your brand and sell more. Thanks, guys.